Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. Nicholas Rod here, and it is just me this morning. Uh, unfortunately, Chris wasn't feeling very well, got a little sick, and he figured he better rest and uh, get better. And so I decided, and we both decided, to just have me record the episode this morning for you guys. So, unfortunately, it's just me this morning. I, I dearly apologize. I, you know, we all know it's better when when both of us are here, um, when Chris is here, when I'm here together instead of just one of us, because whether it's just me or just him, either way, you'd have to just hear one of us babble to ourselves, and we all know how that goes. But to start out, let's get into a bit of the weather in Los Angeles, California this weekend. Uh, the temperatures are going to be hovering around 85 degrees, a low of 66 all weekend long, um, with clear skies all the way through. Looks like a good weekend in Los Angeles. In Houston, Texas, the weekend's going to start out a little rainy. Uh, showers on Friday, isolated thunderstorms on Saturday before moving into a nice, partly cloudy Sunday. Uh, temperatures ranging in the highs from 82 to 91, with the lows ranging from 73 to 77. In Chicago, Illinois, it's going to be kind of the opposite. Friday's looking pretty nice, partly cloudy. Moving into the weekend, expect some showers and eventually some thunderstorms on Sunday. The highs ranging right around 73 degrees and the lows ranging from 61 to 66 degrees. And finally, in New York City, Expect some rain here on Friday. It's expected to be a pretty rainy day um, before moving into a pretty nice weekend. Some clouds to watch out for, but no rain in the forecast at this time. Highs ranging from 86 and then moving down towards 80 by the end of the weekend, with the lows hovering right around 70 degrees. So that is the weather for this morning, and I hope you guys had a good week this week. Um... I know for me, it was pretty good. Honestly, a pretty uneventful week. Um, you know, after 4th of July, just kind of slid into a relatively peaceful week, I'd have to say. Everything was pretty straightforward, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing too crazy. Um, went out to celebrate the birthday of one of my friends in the middle of the week. That was nice uh, to get out for a while. It ended up being a really sunny, really nice day that day. So it was nice to get out of the house and uh, just have a little fun. The food was really good too. Jalapeno uh, and sausage pizza. Delicious. Not spicy though, surprisingly. And I don't know if that's just because I'm getting used to spicy food. Because anyone who knows me well knows that over the past, like, uh, maybe a year or so, maybe even less than that, I really started getting into spicy foods a lot. Now, I always liked spicy food. I always loved it. But the problem always was that when I was younger, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle spicy food. I'd have to have like three glasses of milk with anything spicy. You know, chili? Nope, forget it. I needed milk, so much milk. <laughs> and it was just crazy, you know. But I always enjoyed it, and I always wanted to be able to actually, you know, enjoy it fully without having to drain a gallon of milk every time I wanted spicy food. So over the past year, I've been, like, slowly building up my tolerance to it. 
and I can enjoy it so much more now. And uh, I can handle pretty hot food now, I'm not going to lie. So I don't know if, the, if it was a little spicy and I just couldn't tell based off that buildup or whether it just wasn't. Either way, spicy or not, it tasted really good, so I was still really happy. <clears throat> but other than that, you know, other than going out that one day, not anything too crazy, not anything overly, uh, overly insane. Did go out for ice cream on Monday, um, which was really nice. But yeah, no, other than that, really just kind of peaceful week. And I'm expecting a lot of the same this weekend, honestly. I'm not expecting anything too crazy. Um, hopefully it doesn't rain too much. It's been raining so much. And I know we talk about rain all the time, thunderstorms, everything on this podcast, especially after Chris gives the weather, we tend to lean right towards the rain a lot. But I'll just say this. It's been raining so much here uh, in New York lately. You know, over the past month or so, it's been insane. And you think about last year, you know, around this time last year, there was practically no rain at all. Everything was dry. Everything was dead. Everything was just kind of gloomy. Uh, and I, it kind of speaks to the mood that everyone was in last year with everything that was going on. Um, but this year there's just been tons and tons of rain and it's nice because at least this week we've been able to get a bit of sun. Uh, we've been able to get some dry periods uh, throughout the week and get some nice sunshine, get some nice temperatures, and it looks like this weekend's going to be okay. So that that's pretty nice. Maybe I'll get outside, have a little fun. You know, I would say I'd play a little golf this weekend, but unfortunately I have, like, no golf balls. I have a few, but not enough. I, I tend to lose a lot of balls when I go golfing. <clears throat> but maybe I'll get out for a while, just enjoy the sunshine, maybe play a little soccer. Who knows? But I'm babbling at this point about my weekend plans. None of you probably care. <laughs> but hopefully everyone has a good weekend and everyone can enjoy some sunshine depending on where you are in the country. With all that being said, though, we do have some news to get into this morning. So let's jump right in. First off, we're going to give you a COVID-19 update since we didn't have that for you on Monday. At this point in time, the Delta variant has become the most dominant strain uh, of the virus in the United States. Right now, cases across the U.S. are up 9%, and several states are seeing dramatic surges in COVID-19 cases. Arkansas is now seeing 475 cases, uh, new cases every day, which is up 235% from a month ago. Missouri is seeing 861 new cases every day, which is up 117% from last month. And in Nevada, there are 449 new cases per day, which is up 120% from last month. Most states with positive case increases are also states that have vaccination percentages and vaccination rates that are below the national average. President Biden has said that they're going to continue going door to door, 
uh, to deliver information about the COVID-19 vaccine to hopefully get more people vaccinated. And they're also going to continue to deliver more supplies to schools. On Wednesday night, globally, 4 million people had died from COVID-19. And finally, President Biden did miss his vaccination goal, um, his July 4th vaccination goal of getting 70% of American adults vaccinated, and he missed this by 3%. Moving away from COVID, though, we move into some news about voting laws, and the Supreme Court has ruled in favor of states imposing specific voting laws that some say protect against voter fraud and others say they are discriminatory against minorities. Last week's 6-3 vote was along party lines and said that two provisions of Arizona's voting law that restricts how ballots were allowed to be cast did not violate the 1965 Voting Rights Act. This ruling could also make it more difficult for others to challenge and win against many new voting laws. The Arizona laws in this case had been on the books for years and especially before the 2020 election and other laws are already on the books in several other states. One of the provisions in the laws allows for the ballots of those who vote in the wrong precinct can be thrown out. The other restricts who may be able to collect ballots, cast early, and deliver them to polling places. Uh, the collection and delivery especially goes for, you know, it mainly says that only family members or postal service workers can collect and deliver uh, those ballots. The justices ruled last week that those laws are legal, saying that states have a legitimate interest in passing voting laws and to prevent fraud. In the dissenting opinion, the liberal justices accused the conservative justices of writing their own set of rules and said that their decision weakened the Voting Rights Act from multiple different directions. This is the most significant voting rights case to come before the Supreme Court since 2013. Moving right along here, we have some major news about passports. Uh, major changes are coming to U.S. passports. The U.S. State Department made a major announcement at the end of last week about official gender markers. Starting right now, you can self-select your gender as male or female on your passport, even if those markers do not match any other government identifying documents you have. Beyond that, the government will no longer require medical confirmation of the applicant's gender. Eventually, you'll also be able to select non-binary intersex and gender non-conforming persons on your passport. There is no timetable for this, though. Uh, the State Department says that this will take a very long time to get set up because it's technologically complex and all the systems need updating. The Department of State 
says that at the direction of President Biden, the government is, quote, committed to promoting the freedom, dignity, and equality of all people, including LGBTQI plus persons, end quote. If you want to change your passport identity to male or female, you can go to travel.gov, look under U.S. passports, then need a passport, then you select your gender marker. Now, getting a little bit into rent here, if for those who are struggling to pay their rent currently, you probably already know that getting a hold of that rental assistance money is pretty difficult overall. Well, now the Treasury Department says that you're not imagining things uh, when it comes to this situation. It's actually much worse than we ever thought. According to a new report through May, of the $46 billion that Congress allocated for rental and utility assistance, only $1.5 billion have actually been distributed, with only 350,000 households being served nationwide. The Census Bureau estimates that more than 10 million households are on the verge of eviction, and the worst part, most states didn't get their rental assistance programs all set up until May. As we have been saying for months now, in the stimulus packages, Congress allocated $46 billion in rental assistance for people struggling to pay their rent. Of course, there are requirements and qualifications the renter and landlords must meet to get the money in the first place. But the complication in all this has always been the states. Each state has been responsible for distributing that rental assistance money, and there's no national system to do that. So the Treasury Department says that those states have been sitting on that money since February. The Treasury Department's report also says now that most states have set up their programs, the money can be distributed to qualifying renters and landlords faster. But they're also giving extra help and guidance to those states still struggling. Don't forget the federal eviction moratorium is expiring at the end of this month. So if you need help paying your back rent or utilities, you can now go to treasury.gov, search rental assistance, and click on the first result, emergency rental assistance program. If you scroll down, you will see a list of all the programs available broken down by state. Now we have some news about uh, cyber attacks and everything that's going on there. Last month, when President Biden met with Russian President Putin, he said that he had the right to respond to cyber attacks if Russia wasn't going to get a handle on it. Well, that warning is being put to the test next week when the White House will speak to their Russian counterparts. Over the weekend, Kaseya was attacked with between 800 and 1,500 accounts being infiltrated, most of these being small businesses. The FBI is also investigating a new attack of a contractor for the Republican National Committee. The criminal seems to be a Russian intelligence servant. Experts did say the visit wasn't a bust. It did bring to light the red lines in the sand. 
As for Kaseya, the attackers involved are seeking $70 million in Bitcoin. Experts say the U.S. needs to do more to track these types of attackers, and Kaseya hasn't commented whether or not they paid the attackers. For our final topic this morning, let's get into a little dating news. Since the beginning of the pandemic, the world of dating has been absolutely transformed. The popular dating app Hinge says that dates were up 14% worldwide in 2020 compared to 2019. More than 40% of Hinge users have been on virtual dates, and more than 65% have continued to use video chats as the pandemic has slowed down. Along with this, 75% of Hinge's users say that they want a committed relationship. Well, that is all we have for the main news segment this morning. Let's get into some rapid news. Just recently, spectators were banned from the Olympics being held in Tokyo due to Japan declaring a state of emergency with COVID-19 concerns rising. And finally, former President Trump is suing YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and their CEOs for banning his accounts. Now, we move into this morning's good news story. So, we've had plenty of stories about uh, people giving, you know, just generous generous donations and showing respect and care for those in certain lines of work, just out of the kindness of their hearts. But, why not talk about it again? So... Grace Slick is working three different jobs, including part-time as a server in this one restaurant. Well, this group of people came in one day, and they had their meal, and as she was coming around to, um, to collect their payments and everything, they had her hold out her hand, and every single customer from the group put a $50 bill in her hand. This eventually amounted up to $800. So this group of people gave this server an $800 tip. This group of customers does this pretty regularly. They'll go to different restaurants once a month and give these kinds of tips, just showing their appreciation for these workers and uh, showing them that they are appreciated, they are cared about, and people uh, are grateful for the work that they do. This is just kind of mind-blowing. Like, when you're working in that kind of field and she's just working part-time she's working three jobs you know she's got to be exhausted and she even then working those three jobs was still struggling to make ends meet so being in that kind of position you're just working as hard as you can trying to get by trying to get through hoping that one you know someday you'll catch a break or something or you'll be able to find a way to move up a little bit but in the meantime, you know, you're working hard, you're tired, 
you're worn out at this point, you you don't really expect something like that. So for it to just kind of be so nonchalantly uh, brought to, you know, given to her by this group of customers, it's absolutely mind-blowing. I would probably cry, you know? How else can you really react in that situation? I'd be absolutely mind-blown. The kindness shown by these customers and the fact that they do this once a month. You know, the fact that they want to show this kind of appreciation, not just once, it's not just one random act and then they're done. No, they go around as a group once a month to do this for different servers, different restaurants, different people. And that kind of kindness is just, it, it, I know I say a lot that these types of stories just show you that there's good in the world, but I have to say it again. I know it becomes redundant after a while, but I must say it again. It shows so much goodness in the world because servers and waiters, waitresses, you know, all these people have to put up with so much. You know, they have to deal with problems that aren't even their fault a lot of the time. Or customers will just get angry at them for for no reason. You know, we hear the stories all the time. So to go around like that as a group and just show that kind of appreciation, it's wonderful to see. You know, you brighten these people's worlds by doing stuff like that and hopefully by doing this uh, other people in the restaurant will see it you know other customers and stuff will see it and now that the story's gained some traction you know throughout news and throughout uh, all of that maybe people around the country will start doing the same bit by bit you know it doesn't even have to be a lot necessarily but to just show those uh, those types of actions and you know those types of acts of kindness can go a long way, especially with everything everyone has dealt with over the past you know year and year and a third or so, past sixteen months. Well, that is it for this morning's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to come back for a Monday morning show where we'll have more news. Um, everything that came out over the weekend. And hopefully Chris will be back for that. Hopefully he's feeling better, uh, and you'll have both of us back. At the very worst, I'll be here to give you a news update, but we're definitely hoping for Chris to be back on Monday morning. So expect for that to happen. Uh, Definitely expect a show. We will be back on Monday morning. But until then... Make sure to jump over to Twitter and follow us at BlindBoyPolitik. Link in the show notes uh, for all the latest news updates. Make sure to follow us on our personal accounts. Links also in the description, also Twitter, to see what we're up to. You know, things get entertaining. Sometimes you see pictures of Chris's dog and everything, or you just hear some interesting uh, thoughts and sometimes some rants from the two of us. It gets pretty entertaining sometimes. I'll, I'll just say that. I'll leave it at that. Otherwise, head over to Medium and look at the news articles we have over there where we talk about news that doesn't make it onto the show. 
you get a lot of extra news that way from us uh, that you don't hear in the podcast. So go over there, link in, link in the show notes with everything else, and enjoy some news stories over there. But that is all from me this morning, you guys. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you guys back here Monday morning. See ya.